0: Into the future of healthcare with the data jocks of talk. It's Tech Talk. Well, we're back. It's another day. Tech Talk. And I've got my good friend, big hearted guy, Dr. Jay Greenstein. Data Doc of Talk as we are coming to know him, man. Jay, how are you doing today? What's going on, brother? I mean, uh, I'm just excited to be back. It is, you know, another, another day, uh, another session. And, uh, and today we're going to do something a little different than we've done in the past. Uh, we keep talking about, on the side, all the great things you and I are doing to advance technology, you know, in the chiropractic world for me and both chiropractic and the traditional medicine world And one of the things you have shown up with a lot of interest about is something that we're doing. And I've been trying to talk to some of the leadership in chiropractic is uh, using or understanding social determinants of health. And it's becoming a little bit of a buzzword out there. And, um, And I just think, you know, the more that I get into it, we've just completed a tool that includes social determinants. You've seen the video for the thing. And it's and, amazing. Yeah, and why I think it's important is because, and you jump in on this, but chiropractors, when they treat patients, they're, they're not looking at the one symptomology of it. They
1: really are looking at the effects of the overall body, correct? Yeah, I mean, it is definitely a holistic approach. And and this is like, and that's kind of the internal holistic approach of like, how is this human being functioning, you know, at so many different levels and so many different categories of health and wellness and or sickness or disease. But I think what's really amazing about the social determinants of health, it's the external environment. It's those variables on the outside of what's going on in that patient's life that's dictating their outcomes and they have to be addressed and they're not easily addressed without the use of technology. I mean, your tool actually creates visibility into the social determinants of health. And and before you get into your tool, because I think it's important that we talk about that, I just want to quickly just review kind of the five elements of the social determinants of health. It's education access and, and education quality. That's one social determinant their ability to access quality health care is another social determinant the neighborhood that they live in and their kind of built-in environment including the home in which they live is another social determinant their social and community context what are the relationships they have you know with really uh their community and other people in their lives because that's a huge factor especially their their um their close family unit can make a huge difference in healthcare outcomes and then lastly Economic stability. You know, if there is a higher level of economic stability, there's going to typically be better healthcare outcomes. So, are we addressing all of these determinants when these patients come come into our offices? And you know, I, I fully admit I haven't. You know, we might touch on one here or touch on one there only because of what the patient's telling us. But are we really making a, a, making a concerted effort? to really view the patient, not just within their own physiology and biomechanics and function, but also in the context with which they live. And I think that's where this becomes a very, very important element of healthcare moving forward. And I I just, I'm so impressed with what you've done with SNAP-HX. And so maybe you can talk to the audience about that. Well, let's
0: get in. Let me drive dive a little bit deeper into some of those determinants that you live, because you, you think about, as you stated, the places where they live. It may be where they don't live. It, it, we greatly include in ours homeless people. And you, you think, well, maybe I've never treated a homeless person. But you might, especially if you get into some kind of community support or you're, you're doing Medicare or some federal programs. And they need to be treated just like any other patient out there. And, and many times, you know, when you're homeless, you're, you're ex, your exposure to the environment is totally different. You're going to have different kinds. If you're sleeping on a bridge or a, a roadside, you're going to have totally different issues than somebody that's going back to their home to a warm
1: house and a normal bed kind of. that That's an important deal. Literacy is... And a, also, I mean, just think about this, Brad. They could be they might even not be sleeping on the street, but they could be sleeping in their car or wherever they're sleeping. What think about the mental the mental right. health impact that it's having for these patients and how that ties to the symptoms that they're presenting with? that's it. that's exactly
0: right. And then literacy is another area that we find is really important. Most people that have literacy issues, do not want to open up about that do not want to but they can't read basically they can't understand written so you're going to approach that patient in a totally different way you're going to be much more verbal with them uh, visual kind of cues um, and then uh, public safety Uh, do they live in an area where there's high crimes where there's gun battles going on those kind of issues I'm just as you can say it gets as you start drilling down into those basic things, it becomes quite a bit of an issue, and, and can really affect the overall engagement that you would do as a healthcare provider. And I just I just think that chiro's and conservative health really are the ones that really should be leading the pact on this, not following behind on it. And and I think they can still do that. And uh, so. It is it is an important thing I think for the profession to understand, and we're trying to introduce that to them now. Um, so what we did was we built a tool, and you've referred to it as SnapHX. SnapHX is is really a, a new level technology tool that um, I've been trying to find the best way to do to explain this, but we really decided we need to give a doctor. Uh, of all specialties, a tool. So when they're going in to see the patient, they can pull up their phone, their tablet and get a very quick overview where, where you're just depending on electronic health records, that's great, but you got to read through page after page and you've got you don't get very good summaries and you miss many things. So what we've done in this tool is built levels of and layers of information that are quickly, using AI to summarize information, to organize that information. And the very first thing that we pull out is social determinants of health. And we built these very cool icons that represent all of these things. Have they been incarcerated? Do they have literacy issues? Are there school issues for kids? Those kind of things. So the very first thing we want you to do is there's something unique uh, about this patient that may affect the rest of the way that you see Uh, during that case and treat this patient and for it. And then we use artificial intelligence going through episodes, going through treatment schedules, looking at federal guidelines for measure gaps, where, where have they had their blood pressure done in a certain period of time? Do they have BMI issues? And we take those outlines and there are predetermined about 280 of those and we see how the patient fits in there. We look back at their treatment history and make determinations. Do they have gaps in care that just are routine care things that we need to follow along? And one of the things we follow along in conservative care is pain management, uh, risk of fall, blood pressure, some of those things that fit sort of the, the eco where you guys exist.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really important evolving um concept in healthcare, and i think you know we as chiropractors really need to embrace um the not only the tools that like you're building brad but we need to embrace embrace the concepts of of these social determinants of health and and be able to talk to patients about these issues. So once you understand what these five key areas are, what kinds of conversations are you having with your patients during the history and during their course of care that's gonna determine their outcome. And and we can dive into that a little bit more in the next segment. Yeah, let's do that. Let's take a quick break and uh, we'll come
0: back and and dive into how we can actually get involved, how docs will track that kind of information and then take that information. You're tuned in to uh, Tech Talk with Dr. Jay Greenstein. I'm Brad Cost. Come back with us. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at the Florida Chiropractic Association. Join Dr. Jay and myself at their upcoming Northeast Regional Convention and Expo in St. Augustine, Florida on March the 25th through the 28th. The Florida Chiropractic Association, a true leader in the profession, advocating for the benefits of chiropractic and conservative care throughout America. This is number one data Come on! And the data doc of talk is tech dog.
1: Well Jay, we're back we're back man i love the uh, i love the music that you're playing for us it's always so much fun it's just it's awesome so brad um you know we're talking a lot about these new concepts not really new concepts but i think new to a lot of people in our in our field um and certainly in conservative care we haven't really you know certainly i never learned this in school and these are important concepts to driving better health outcomes for individuals and populations at large we're talking about social determinants of health um your tool i've seen it it's unbelievable Um, so, but at this point, the tool is not, it's not made for public consumption yet. We'll have it soon. But until then, Brad, what, what are the things that providers can do starting Monday morning where they can maybe ask these questions, ask the right questions, uh, in an evidence-based manner of their patients so they can get important information regarding to these social determinants?
0: Well, you know, I believe the first thing is they've got to educate themselves. What are social determinants of health? we sort of gave the general guidelines, but it really can drill down. One of the websites I like to drive people to is healthypeople.gov. And in that, in the search bar, search for social determinants of health. That gives you a great overview, the goals, understanding uh, social determinants of health. And 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 it'll give you some links to some, some uh, uh, toolkits to help understand those and apply those. But one of the other things, Jay, let's do is, um, if you've not gone to the Tech Talk podcast on your Facebook site, do, do a search on Facebook for Tech Talk podcast. You'll see it as referenced uh, with Jay and I's name on that. And I'll post today, I'll post some references to this website. I'll also post a form. There are many forms that are being developed out there, but they're all basically asking the same questions. Some ask the questions in a better way but this is where a healthcare provider can use this form as an intake kind of form to know here are the questions are basically short questions now in our tool we're actually preparing it where the patient can log in and fill out these questions in private they go in there's actually healthcare coding called z coding on claims that actually make the determinations for social determinants now it's not happening a lot in the private practice of healthcare, but in the facility kind of healthcare, we we have a tremendous amount of Z coding. That's what we've been doing some of the research on, to see how patients could be treated different in this aspect, uh, what it's like when they are treated, and ultimately we would like as we get more and more providers doing that and using our toolkit we, we want to see how it alters the patient's uh, overall value. You know, we, we talk about value-based health care, and maybe you just want to touch on that a minute. We talk a lot about value-based health care. Well, this is just one of those components of trying to make the patient healthier, looking at the outcomes, driven by the outcomes. This is not just for reimbursement for insurance. We're really talking about using technology to change the way the patient lives their lives their overall healthcare life cycle.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about value-based healthcare for a long time, you know, better better outcomes, lower costs, higher levels of patient satisfaction and if we As we, not if we, as we include these social determinants, I I know that overall we will improve the outcomes individually and across across populations. The Z codes, Brad, just to get some clarification on that, the Z codes are part of the diagnostic makeup of the patient, so then we can correlate their outcomes to these social determinants of health that that's tied to that particular patient. Correct.
0: That's right, it, and that's you know that's the big data side of that. It, we're, we're applying nice. a code that allows us programmatically uh, to look at those, and ultimately that's where we need to get with this uh, process: is get to the Zcoding. Uh, right now, not very many payers do it. It's it's a pass through, as we call it, a pass through code at the clearinghouse, and uh, but it's where we'll be able to snag that information and do that. Now the tool. Uh, SnapHx. HX, uh, when you're using that, that automatically does that. It, it has the intake form built into it. This tool has various levels of, of role, responsibility. So the user is, is, the patient is one of the users, one of those roles where they can log in and, and ask. Them. We also are allowing surveys of patients so we can actually listen to the patient, what, what's going on with them. And some of the traditional web portal uh, roles for patient portals to give them results of reports and labs. But we really believe in what we're trying to do is you've got to make a patient a much more important part of that chain. Uh, and I keep calling it a healthcare life cycle. You've got to make a, the patient the center of that. And the doctors and the treatments and the labs and the, everything else that's done is is this perimeter around them that's circling and and everybody needs to be involved. And never before in history that I know of has that entire life cycle been able to be looked at uh, by everyone, you know, and, and don't you agree? That's a problem today. Patient, I mean, chiropractors like yourself, you, you, you get information from a patient about how they're being treated, but it's a very limited piece of information. If you had access to every record of every other healthcare provider, PT person, everybody that was touching this patient, you could treat that patient in a totally different way. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Yeah, for sure. And the word empowerment comes to mind. I mean, having tools like this is, it's really about access to information, but information that's in 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 a digestible Um, platform so that you can understand exactly what the patient's going through. So I think it's definitely empowerment for the provider because they can see the bigger picture of what's been happening with the patient and, and what those social determinants of health are. And I think, you know, you hit on a really important point, Brad, which is the patient's part of the process too. We are seeing a major shift. I mean, everybody's been talking about like the consumerization of healthcare and yes, that's true. It's happening, but, but putting the patient not only at the center of care, but, also including them and making them an integral part of their journey because they know where they are in their journey is something that both you and I are deeply passionate about and and working and building technology to make sure that patients are empowered. And when patients are empowered, we know their outcomes are going to be better. So it's just a very exciting time to be in the space of technology and healthcare. Uh, Absolutely. And, and today, you know, in our lecture series, we
0: talk about one session we had on wearables. We, We talked about patients today are consumers of healthcare. they want those devices their phone apps to how many steps you know i go to the point at night you know my wife is standing up running in in, in uh, stationary form to get her steps in she, mm-hmm. she's not the only person doing that you know and, right. yep. and monitoring your heart rates those kind of devices the cardio where you're taking your uh ekg it's just consumer empowerment. And, and that's the disruptive thing that's occurring that, you know, some talks are so ex- excluded from the real world that they don't realize all of this is going on. And that is a big part of the big data that we keep talking about, that we now have the Internet where we are bringing all of these pieces together and that's why it was called the web originally is because it was bringing yeah it was bringing things together. So yeah, I fully agree with that and we
1: we've got to move forward with doing that. Yep, and I think you know just just for the the listeners it's great that you're on these podcasts that you're listening to the content that's being shared between, you know, Brad myself and our amazing guests um, and 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 you know we want to again give you the tools that you can use in your offices so that you can be prepared for literally the next generation of healthcare delivery. So Brad, um, do me a favor, give everybody the Facebook um, page again, please. Yeah, that is uh, a Tech Talk podcast,
0: and there are some, uh, there are a lot of Tech Talk healthcare podcasts out there. But search it; you'll find the one with the. Uh, it's got a black and blue dot in it. You can search Dr. J or Brad Cost. Uh, they'll come up out there, and uh, go on that Facebook. Uh, write some comments, like us on the Facebook page. Ask questions, right? Yeah, ask ask questions. questions. We we monitor that all the time. Make go, suggestions
1: for guests. <laughs> yes. That would
0: be great. If you want well, to be a guest, if hey. you want to be a guest, yeah, yeah, you know, we, a, let's let's get you on. And I think you know, I think in the very near future, we may have a call-in show, and we do a live show where we let people call in and ask questions from our audience. And uh, we've got the capabilities of doing that, and just have a session where we're doing that. Maybe have a fantastic guest that's got a broad knowledge of questions, and uh, I think that'd be a fun thing to do, also. It's gonna happen, brother. It's gonna it, happen. It's gonna happen. So I tell you what, let's take one real, more real quick break. We'll come back, wrap up, Jay. Uh, I know this is an unusual, uh, unusual approach for our podcast, but we're going to do that more in the future. We're going to probably sometimes talk a little bit more about technology, more about healthcare scenarios, also. So stay right there. Come back with us. Uh, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. The Canvas app, the app that can take your practice to the next level by providing a customized, direct connection between your practice and patients. Through the new built-in rewards program, Canvas can grow new and existing patient numbers and increase your patient's adherence to care plan. What does your custom dream app look like? Elevate your practice with Kaizenovate. Well, we're back tech Talk. we're back right, our last section here jay it's been sort of an unusual podcast we've been talking about social determinants of health technology that's surrounded that and and uh, again go to that facebook uh podcast uh page like it comment ask questions suggest a guest if you want to be a guest yourself jump on that and do that yeah for uh, sure yeah
1: so what else is up, Jay? What what's what else is up? Well, brother, you know, we've got we we've got a crazy schedule coming up. We've got um we've got a couple of events coming up. Um you, you are one of the the sponsors for the Professional Football Chiropractic Society event that I'm speaking at. That is going to be next week, Friday. Um, I'm sorry, Saturday. I'm going to be speaking Saturday. The event goes through the weekend. It's a virtual conference, but I'll be speaking Saturday. So that's coming up. I'm super excited about that particular presentation. It's called Under Further Review, the Science of Behavior Change and Adaptability. So very excited to be able to present that. And then at the end of the month, we have the Florida Chiropractic Association Northeast Regional Event that we'll be speaking at, which we're also um, super excited about. And we've got a great guest, Next week, Mr. Mark Abla, who's the executive director of the Illinois Chiropractic Society. I've known Mark for many years. He is an awesome dude. He's a thought leader in chiropractic. He really understands um, how important technology is in our future. And um, he's got some great information that he's going to be sharing with us. He's also part of the Future of Chiropractic Task Force that has been um, created by the Congress of Chiropractic State Associations or Chiro Congress and the Chiropractic Summit. So we're just we're super excited to have this dude. He is awesome. I can't wait for that podcast. Yeah, I've, I've known Mark for a long time,
0: too. He's one of our partner uh, state associations. He's going to specifically be talking about the Cures Act and and that and he really was the only one that I know of that was really talking about that out front and trying to get information. Uh, we've spoke a couple of times in the last few weeks, uh, helping educate him about that. And, and he is, he is truly a leader in that and that's the Illinois chiropractic society, I believe. And, uh, and, yep. and our show, the podcast next week will be sponsored by them. So we look forward to having Mark on that.
1: Yeah. It's going to be a great show. So check it out people.
0: It's going to be great. We're, we're going to make this one a little short, Jay, uh, thanks for joining. We, it's been a great podcast. Uh, we look forward to next week. And, uh, buddy, have a, have a great rest all of the week. Right, and uh, to our listeners out there, jump right, on, like us, yeah. approve us. We all love
1: you. Right, <laughs> Share it. us. Brad Cost,
0: Jay Greenstein. Have a good day. See you guys. One, data doc. Come on. And the data doc of talk is Tech talk. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at the Florida Chiropractic Association. Join Dr. Jay and myself at their upcoming Northeast Regional Convention and Expo in Saint Augustine, Florida, on March the 25th through the 28th. The Florida Chiropractic Association, a true leader in the profession, advocating for the benefits of chiropractic and conservative care throughout America.